Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. talk about songs. Welcome to episode 135. If you can believe it, I'm your co-host Sarah D. Bunting and I am here with Mark Blankenship who has brought us something today um, that he feels very strongly about. Mark, hello. Tell us more. Well, well, Sarah. um, Hello. The song that I've chosen for today (laughs) is awesome in the original sense of that word. Yes, I f- it is. I feel awe that this song exists. I am I- full of awe. It is awful. <laughs> so, sometimes Perhaps. awe can be terrible. There's a terrible mm. awe that one can feel. Yeah. Um, so I, I honestly feel like before we get anywhere close to a conversation, we just need to hear a clip from the truly awesome She-Wolf by Shakira. <laughs> this song before i don't think so i can't say for sure i i really do feel like if i had heard it before i would have remembered it yes so many reasons but i don't not to my knowledge no uh you you really get right at the heart of it i think with what you just said which is there are many songs that are forgettable this is this not, is... to me, a forgettable song. No. <laughs> um, I'll never forget where I was when I first heard it. I'll never forget that I literally was t- so feverishly taking notes that a pen ran out of ink and had to be replaced <laughs> halfway through, which is why my notes are um, sort of appropriately for this topic in both red and purple ink. Sure. So there's a there's a puce thing happening. We're talking a lot about puce today. It's, it's um, Mark and Sarah talk about puce. <laughs> Mastap. And honestly, um, with this song, talk about puke a little bit too. <laughs> um, I, I mean, should I start asking yeah. some questions, or yeah, would you like to say some I, things first? I, I let's start with with a bit of an interrogation. Okay. Um. My first question was, why is this choreo happening to us? 
Oh, oh my God. The video. She, oh, God. What was it I called it in an IM to you? It was like um, she was auditioning to be one of the creepy sideshow performers on American Horror Story, like Circus 2. Yes, that is almost word for word. I mean, what respect for having no bones in your pelvis that are attached to anything, but what is happening? Like, th- this is not a werewolf thing thing like do werewolves twerk maybe that's like wolfist of me to think that they don't um this song is like six different songs that are supposed to go together and don't there's like bleedy trilling in the verse the chorus sounds like it was auto-tuned and then someone dropped the auto-tune in an aquarium that hadn't been cleaned in a while the dancing is creepy the sound is very late 70s and not in a good way. And I literally have no goddamn idea what is going on. Like, there's a werewolf, but there's also the office break room. Yes. There's apparently a sh- werewolf mentor at the bar at the club. Yeah. <laughs> but um, also, then there's the moon who has become... Some sal- she's been the moon has been accredited at a university and is now a teacher. Um, retribution is used incorrectly. I yes. realize this is like I should not nitpick, but what you meant was remuneration. And if you're having to work that hard to get something that scans for that, just rewrite the whole fucking thing. Please. Or was it reciprocation? It could have been either one of those words, but oh, it definitely yeah, true. it definitely wasn't retribution. No, it wasn't the one she used. Um. I don't understand what, like, there's something happening in the line about cute little devos that I think might be low-key homophobic. Uh, and yeah, so- nocturnal creatures are not so prudent is not a song, is not a line that belongs in a pop song, AMA. So, <laughs> I will ask you a few things. Um, yes, please do. So I feel like, I have to. I want to take a macro approach about this song, <laughs> and then sort of okay. zero in on some of the things that make it especially crazy. If you can find an angle from which to do that, I um, will accompany you. When this song was released in two thousand nine, I was still at the time writing a blog called The Critical Condition, and when I was writing about this song at the time, I coined the term. I don't think I coined it in the world, but for my own critical language, I coined the term disaster piece. Which is a song <laughs> that is so magnificently terrible that I have to respect yes. it. Yes. Like, I can't even really be angry about this song. I realized that when I was initially IMing you about this, I was saying that my anger for the song is deep and pure. But it's actually not anger. I'm, I respect the confidence with which this terrible piece of shit was made. Because there's this, like, this whole thing about Shakira that I have always noticed is that she just seems so completely confident in her insanity kind of like jara sofia from rupaul's drag race or valentina yes like those two queens on that show they were just they both are just always so confident but they're insane and shakira's lyrics even in spanish are crazy because i thought that perhaps it was just an esl translation issue with her that we've that we've encountered in other artists we've discussed but when you look at the lyrics to her other songs like she has a song called inevitable which is actually a beautiful 
uh, Alanis Morissette-esque song that she released in the late 90s. And there's a whole fucking verse in there about I've never tasted as good as a cup of coffee. Like, homegirl loves a coffee metaphor. I so And the thing is, like, she's very... Yeah, like, I I felt bad um, sort of mentioning the bad, um, like, usage, like, the usage errors, because she's far from the only person guilty of that in pop. That's basically every pop song, and not everyone has an excuse. But, that like, I will give her this, at least when you're experiencing it as a video. Like, she is beautiful, and it is, like, what's going on is so weird that you can't stop looking at it. Yeah, the, yes. Again, disaster piece. It is a car crash that you kind of want to grab your binoculars and see up close. Uh, but one of the things that's fascinating to me is you, I, you were just talking about other songs that with terrible usage. And I thought about the song Empire State of Mind in which Alicia Keys sings, In New York, Concrete Jungle Where Dreams Are Made Of. What? Mm. But that song has such a thundering beat that you're kind of like, yeah. okay, this song, as you were just saying before about it being dropped in aquarium... This is the most wan, lifeless, half-assed, limp-dick, saggy-titty disco I have ever heard. It's like... Does it sound like putting on the Ritz to you also? Sure. It kind of does. But putting on the Ritz, but like dialed way down. Putting on the coffee. Like putting Ah. on... You're right. Yeah, it's good. Putting on the Ritz, but like on Prozac. Like I I can't even, like I can barely get out of bed. And one of the things that I think makes it so fascinating is how fucking, like there's a commitment in the lyric writing that is nowhere evident in the singing or the track. It is actually such Mm. a half-assed performance all around. And one of the things that I love or love that I can't get it, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop staring directly into the sun of the way that she makes the world's most limp dish rag wolf howl. Ow. I know. This is supposed it's to be like... the fucking she-wolf who's tearing out of the closet to rip all the men apart to eat their dicks. And she's like, ow. <laughs> I mean, she's really tired because her iron is low, I'm assuming. <laughs> but it really does sound like there's bits of other songs in there that it's like either this needs to be much closer to the original which also, like, I'm thinking also of Two of Hearts. Yeah. Two Hearts That Beat, which also Stacey Q. Very, um, God, that still very thin and uncommitted. You're yeah, right. Yeah, that she just sounds exhausted. That she's like, the Two Hearts Beating as One is actually really, two, you know, wearing uh, me out. Two of Hearts, I need you. What? I, I oh. need you. I need you. Where are we you. still singing? Okay. To, yeah, to get me a protein shake because I'm about <laughs> to faint. Like... So this is the same, and then there's like three different um, speakers, I would say, in in the song, like lyrically. One of them is like this terrifying she-wolf. One of them is a she-wolf that is in the closet, which like, that's not, that's not really where you put wild animals. Like, t- something with a cage, and then you're going to rage. Like, do we have to do everything for you, Shakira? These are not the these are not the images that you want. No. And then, like, I'm a co- coffee machine in an office as a metaphor for um, being abused. Being abused, which I think she means taken for granted, but she just went way too big with the verb. And it's like, well, but it's an office coffee machine. Like let's just let's just go back and really parse what? that line. 
I'm starting to feel just a little abused, like a coffee machine in an office. Girl, does anyone ever think of the Keurig over there in the corner as being the sad carrier of uh, mortal wounds? No. No. (laughs) And a little abused? I mean... And then why is it even there? Why is it even there for rhyme purposes? Like, it's not like you sort of look at that and you're like, all right, that's an unfortunate choice. But for reasons of rhyme or scansion, I guess she felt like she had no choice, even though I would have kept trying to not use that word. But what's so so fascinating is like, we have to sit here and guess what she might have meant. That is how fucking opaque these lyrics are. And it's not like Seal or fucking Led Zeppelin, where the opacity is the point. You can tell yeah. that she's trying to say something to you here that's clear, but you just, it's like, what? Um, and here's, here's my other favorite line. Nocturnal creatures are not so prudent. Like, <laughs> she has not used a contraction. It's are not so prudent. And then, I mean, this is true. This line does have a truth. Yes. In it. But... This is like, I don't know. It's just so formal. Like there's a level of diction occasionally that is like, and here begins my second topic paragraph. Nocturnal creatures, colon, lack of prudency. Like what? What? So, And then you also have behave very bad in the arms of a boy, which is also grammatically incorrect, but feels much truer to what she's actually trying to do, and you don't even get to that point until the end of the song. Yeah. I feel like that's the first line that actually makes you go, oh, it's that her man's not paying enough attention to her, and so she's going to go be on the prowl as a she-wolf. Yes, and she's going to use this animal as an excuse to live her best life. I mean, that also kind of makes no sense, but I get it dimly. And it's because another thing that keeps happening is that the she-wolf, like you said, there's so many speakers in the song. Sometimes the she-wolf is an object that she considers, and sometimes the she-wolf is she herself. So yeah. which which one is it, girl? Is it, there's a she-wolf in the closet, let it out, is what the chorus says. Not let me out, it's let it out, as though she's standing yeah. across the room pointing at it. So are you, it, shouldn't it, it still be she? Yeah, also shouldn't it still be she? Let her out. Um, so are you letting this wolf out of the cage to go fuck men for you, like Cyrano style? Or are but, but it, Well, and then there's that when she sees the she-wolf, when she's outside of the she-wolf, and she sees that, oh my God, say this five times. <laughs> she sees she-wolves by the seashore. That she sees the she-wolf like at the bar, whatever, toying with her prey, which is like, well, that's really more of a cat thing. Please watch the animal, like watch the you know national geographic channel you don't know what you're talking about but then there's this weird like that she's trying to be um like taken on as an intern <laughs> by the she-wolf yes like, take your shakira to work day for she-wolves <laughs> that's like that's actually well, that's so the coffee machine weird <gasps> maybe, yes maybe it, at the she-wolf office they literally do abuse the coffee machine and so that's why she thinks that's what everyone does because she's only been to the she-wolf office i mean it makes as much sense as any other goddamn thing and here's the thing like everything else in this song lyrically and orally that is crazy and it like our attempts to make sense of it are like 28 times more effort than the 
songwriters made to make sense of it. But that's sort of charming. Yes. Like, I'm sort of, I have this image of, like, the set from L.A. Law and, like, just a bunch of she-wolves in um, yes, blouses with so bows weird. on them sitting around <laughs> talking about, like, oh, did you bring your Shakira to work this week? And then and the glasses on the, the little chain. down. The glasses yes. on the little chain. And or, like, the... the pen, like, Joan from Mad Men. And then they're just, like, when they're finished pouring a cup of coffee, they just throw the entire coffee machine out the window. And Shakira's like, what kind of fucking office is this? And I don't Shakira's know I walking through the parking lot and the, the coffee machine lands at her feet and she jumps back startled and she goes, and it, no, it lands on her toe as she's yes. walking through the parking lot. And she goes, ow, that hurt. <laughs> I think we cracked it, dude. I'm not joking. This is the only possible explanation. Holy shit. Shakira was carried into the world. Oh my God. So now, okay. Go with okay. Let me continue our theory. In the first verse, she says, "A domesticated girl. That's all you ask of me, darling. It is no joke. This is lycanthropy." Now, one could say you have given us at best a vague understanding of the word lycanthropy and what it means, because again, that means if you're, if you're turning into a werewolf, then why are you referring to the sheerwolf, the she-wolf later in the third person? Like you know, it's all very complicated. However, what if Sarah? Lycanthropy is the name of the company where all yes. the she work. So she goes Lycanthropy LLC. So, darling, it is no joke. This is lycanthropy. She's just walking to work. Yeah, and or she's like in the lobby, and coffee machines are just falling, falling around her everywhere. Like and she's like, "This is not a joke. This, this is lycanthropy." And so, and literally, she's at HR, people are like gnawing on her leg. She's like, "This is this is serious." Yeah, I need some retribution. Ow. Ow, that hurts. Exactly. Oh, my God. Shakira, thank okay. you for taking us into a new... First of all, let's call OSHA. Yeah. Second, thank you, Shakira. Third, I'm so glad that we were able to crack this mystery. I expect that there will be some sort of CBS Sunday morning uh, special about us very soon. And, f- yeah, fourth of all, don't go back there. Just let them have your last paycheck. It's not worth it. It isn't. It isn't, you know what? We'll send you some money. It's fine. Y'all, Mark and Sarah Talked About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, a.k.a. me, and Sarah D. Bunting. And it's edited by Sarah D. Bunting as well. Do you want to talk to Mark and Sarah about song requests, ads, or birthday readings? Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, tweet us at TalkSongs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mastus.podcast. To become a supporter and producer of this podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastus, where you can get access to all kinds of cool bonus content and vote in our ranking episodes. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.